I'll tell y'all right now. I did not. I was I was getting ready to get into bed and all of that. So you already know what that means. <laughs> you if you if you have any any type of you know history with the Lord in spiritual warfare of any sort. You must understand that the enemy does not want you to share the word. And it, and it's this and and this is what I'm beginning to understand, right? That um especially in regards to this series, um, and in regards to the prayer series and things of that nature, like these two series specifically. Warfare. Warfare. I'm talking about knowing the Lord. I'm talking about the Lord. I'm talking about Jesus. Name above all names. Worthy of all praise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking about the Lord. And so, you know, the enemy is not pleased with that. The enemy is not pleased with, oh, you, you're not only doing, you're not only telling people about Jesus, you're teaching them how to war in the spirit. Man, the level of, you know, temptation, the level of intimidation and fear, the level of pushback, the level of betrayal that's been going on lately. Yo, listen, if you are listening to this, keep me in prayer. The Lord will bring me through, but keep me in prayer. Nevertheless, nevertheless, um, that aside, I want to say the happiest of birthdays to uh my first lady i know she doesn't want to go by that and so therefore it is what it is but i want to say happy birthday to look look at my friend my friend devin is calling me who hasn't called me in mad long so let me see 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 we'll be right back welcome to the adventures of rope the king and his unpopular opinion and just like that everything that you just heard i recorded yesterday around almost almost 11 o'clock yesterday right now it is 5 29 p.m the next day this is what i'm talking about <laughs> so you know but I, I, I it's cool uh my friend called me shout out to devin who used to uh do do uh the uh thank god for the group chat podcast with us you know so i spoke to him for a while and we we talked and we prayed and all of that. So I'm grateful for the time spent. Um, and I'm excited to be able to have energy today. So we counted all joy. Um, you probably can tell the difference in my energy today as opposed to what I recorded last night. Um, I do not want to forget what I was getting ready to do. I was getting ready to shout out my first lady um, who... I think she doesn't want to be recognized as a first lady, just my pastor's wife. And I say just, I don't mean just like she's simply a pastor's wife. Um, but, you know, uh, I just want to say thank God for her. And I want to say happy, happy, happy birthday to her. She's been a blessing in my life um, for the past, well, you know, since I've known her. You know what I mean? But um, in more recent years, she's been a, a great encouragement to me. And a great blessing in my life. Um, so I just want to say happy birthday to uh, who I affectionately know her as Sister Allison Robinson. 
Shout out to you. I hope you had a great birthday yesterday, and I wish you many, many more. Uh, now, with that said, I want to get into our series. We will be continuing on in our series. Uh, this is our Who's the Man series brought to you by I Pray This Helps, which is a segment in this podcast that you know as The Adventures of Robe the King and His Unpopular Opinion. We are still in chapter 10, and we finished up uh, verse 21. We got up to verse 21 of chapter 10, and so we will continue on uh, where it talks about Jesus's, Jesus asserts his deity. So let's pray. Our Father, our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. We just take this time out, Lord God, to get to know you better, to love you more, to be able to disseminate your word in the way that you would want it to be, to to showcase your character, not just not just to tell people about you, but to really be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. To really exude your character. We could tell people about you all day. But if we don't look like you. That is a problem. Lord help us to be more like you. Mold us and shape us. And conform us to your image. Through your Holy Spirit. Oh God. We love Jesus. We love the work that you've done on this earth. We love the work that you've done on the cross. The saving work that you did for us on the cross. Being the propitiation of our sins. We thank you, Father God. But now it's time for us to live like you. It is time for us to walk like you. It's time for us to talk like you. Just like Peter when um, he was getting ready to betray you. Not the betrayal part. But when he was... Um, when he was denying you, when he was getting ready to deny you, or he was denying you three times in the midst of it, the young girl, the young servant girl who was speaking to him, she said, no, I know you walk with him because your speech betrays you. Lord, we want our speech to betray us. We want our, 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 our hands and feet to betray us, to betray our, our, our flesh, man. And we want to walk uprightly and we want to walk in the spirit. Yes, we want it to be like, no, I already know that you you walking with the Lord because you sound just like him. You look just like him. You walk just like him. You talk just like him. You perform miracles just like him. You you help the needy just like him. You clothe the, the, the homeless and you you uh, heal the sick just like him. You cast out demons just like him. We want to be just like you. We want to be just like our big brother. Like like the Gatorade commercial says, I want to be like Mike. We want to be like Christ. Like Christ. I want to be like Christ. want to be like you, Lord God. To be like you. To be associated with you is, is our biggest desire. To win souls for you, Lord God, is, is our greatest desire. Lord, um... So we love you, Lord God. We we thank you, Lord God. We ask that you would be here with us um, as we continue on in our study of John and our study of and our Who's the Man series, Lord God. We love you. We glorify you, and we praise you. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray and give thanks. Amen.
Now, for those of you who are listening strictly on podcasts, I want to let you know about Patreon. Patreon, my uh, all the patrons, chances are, well, maybe not this episode because I just want to hurry up and put this out. But I'm about to be putting out stuff like the Dickens, okay? And so they get it before y'all. So right after this podcast, I'm going to do another one. And they're going to get it before y'all. Much more in advance than y'all. And then there's other stuff, behind the scenes stuff that I tell them. Things, plans that I'm getting ready to do. Things for them to look forward to before everybody else. And this is a subscription that you can have for only a dollar a month. If if what I am doing is blessing you in your household, um, maybe consider it. And maybe don't count it as robbery to, um, to maybe bless the ministry of what I'm doing so that I may be able to reach more people with this. So if it's blessing you, I greatly appreciate that. And it could potentially bless someone else. This goes to the benefit of the kingdom and all of that for only a dollar a month. So I just want to put that out there. I'm not pressuring nobody into it, but I I would be remiss if I didn't say anything about it because that is available to you. Oh, thank the Lord for the energy. So not to jack up the flow, but definitely had to tell y'all about that before I forgot about it. So uh, let's get into it. We are still in chapter 10 and we are in verse 22. Jesus asserts his deity. At the time, the feast of the dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was walking in the temple in a portico of Solomon. The Jews then gathered around him and were saying to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify of me. But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they follow me and I give eternal life to them and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I showed you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you stoning me? The Jews answered him, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. And because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God. Jesus answered them, Has it not been written in your law, I said you are God's? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God? If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may know and understand that the father is in me. And I in the Father. Therefore, they were seeking again to seize him, and he eluded their grasp. 
And he went away again beyond the Jordan to the place where John was first baptizing, and he was staying there. Many came to him and were saying, While John performed no sign, yet everything John said about this man was true. Many believed in him there. I've got my green tea with me. That's what we're drinking on today. Trying to get my throat under control. Voice is trying to come back, and but it's still like still got some remnants of whatever it was. So here we go. Verse twenty-two. As you know, for those of you who don't know, for maybe you just hopped in the middle of this. Uh, what I do is I read the verse, I read the passage that we're getting ready to read, and then we go back over it with a fine-tooth comb and let the Lord do his thing. Um, verse 22, at that time, the feast of the dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in a portico of Solomon. The Jews then gathered around him and were saying to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. I think because we see their response, right? We see their response once he says it. They picked up stones to throw to throw at him. So we know we know that this wasn't a question that they asked in order to like okay, well then we believe like this was like this was to continue to start an argument like you see this if you if you have walked with the Lord for any period of time and, you know, you've you've offended someone by saying that you're a Christian. You know, what I mean, they a lot of times people, they don't want to know if you're a Christian to to say, all right, well, cool. Like, well, what, what must I do to become one, too? Sometimes people have ulterior motives. And it's like, OK, well, I'm going to treat you this way or or. Or I have a hidden agenda as to why I'm asking this question for whatever reason. You know what I mean? The same is true here with our big brother Jesus, where they're like, yo, just tell us. Just you're keeping us in, in suspension. Jesus like, I've told y'all multiple times. I've said it many ways. You're Jews. You know exactly what I'm saying when I'm saying the things that I'm saying. So he's he's speaking to the Sadducees and the Pharisees oftentimes and to, you know, crowds of people and stuff that are Jewish, that are Jews, that are Hebrews, that are Israelites, that know exactly what the Lord is saying. But they don't know exactly what he's saying. A lot of them like like he goes like he says in the previous chapters, he's like, yo, I'm telling you this stuff, but you can't even hear what I'm saying. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. So in this instance, because you again, you see their response. He told them plainly. He he doesn't even tell them plainly. He'll tell them plainly and then tell them even more robustly what is going on. And they we not having it. They they didn't say tell us plainly so that we'll believe. They were like, yo, just tell us plainly. Like just incriminate yourself. Basically. Verse 24, the Jews then gathered around him and were saying to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my father's name, these testify of me. 
So like you know that I'm the Christ by the works that I've done in, in the Lord's name. Basically. The works that I do in my father's name, these testify of me. I'm not doing these works in my name. I'm doing these works in my father's name. So because I'm doing these works in my father's name, the work that I do, it testifies testifies of who I am. So even without me saying it, you know, you know who I am. So like I'm not just saying also, I'm not just saying stuff. I'm doing things. And you still don't believe, which goes back to, I told you, and you do not believe. But Jesus is like, I did more than just tell you the works I do, the works I told you and I showed you. And you do not believe. Verse 26, but you do not believe because you not because you are not of my sheep. This is what I keep telling people. This is what I keep like, this is, and I'm not going to get into election. I'm not going to get into predestination and all of that type of stuff today. But, you know, the Bible, we, we talked about this the last time. He was like, yo, my sheep, they know my name. Like, I'm the shepherd. You know, the shepherd, he walks through the door. Going back to chapter 10, you know, verse uh, verse 3. To him, the doorkeeper opens, um, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all of his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Verse, verse 7, so Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep do not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The, key, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. You know, and it goes on. But, you know, back here. So back here in verse 26. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. Because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Like, yo, if you were my sheep, you would follow me. And I'm not. And it's not to say it's not to say. I don't want this to say like, well, like I've I've been given the uh I've been given the invitation to accept Christ and I I didn't follow him at that point. You're still alive. You still have a chance to accept the Lord. You still have a chance to hear his voice, to know the difference between his voice and someone else's voice, and to follow him and become one of his sheep. Okay? Don't mistake that. Like, well, now I missed my boat and now I've I've I got to live my life, the rest of my life in damnation, you know, just preparing for hell. Absolutely not. You can turn and you can become a part of his flock today, right now even. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give, if you know the Lord, you will follow him. If you know the Lord, you will follow him. If you are a sheep of Christ, you will follow him. You will follow him. And I give eternal life to them. And they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. You know, we talked about uh, on, on TikTok and on uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram or whatever. Um, I put a post up just rebuttaling something some dude was saying about uh, once saved, always saved. 
Once saved, always saved. It's not a doctrinal, uh, it's not a biblical doctrine is what he said. But we see completely different here. Once saved, always saved. He's saying, my father, he's saying, I give eternal life to them and they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. No one will snatch them out of my hand. No one. Who is no one? That includes no one. So not even you. If you are truly his, you cannot, you know what I mean? If you are truly the Lord's. And that's why, you know, that's why the Lord talked about separating the wheat from the tear. The wheat will be separated from the tear. You know, like, you know, we struggle with our faith sometimes and it is okay to struggle. And it's a part of the process, struggling with your faith. So that in, in, in often instances, you become more strong. You become stronger in your faith because of the wrestle that you had to go through. I've, I've been through many wrestles and struggles with my faith. Came out even stronger, like, okay, now that that has been answered, okay, we can keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lord, the Bible says that he will complete the good work that he started in you until the day of redemption. The Lord does not leave his sheep, uh, he does not leave his sheep like, okay, well, like, like no. He, he, the Bible says that he leaves the 99. Say he has 100 sheep, and you're that 100 sheep that is going astray. He says he leaves the 99 for the 100. Let me go get you. And I will give eternal life to them. Verse 28. And they will never perish. And no one, no one, no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. Like, so like he's greater than any, he's greater than any and everything. So like, that's what I was saying. Like, on, you know, on TikTok and on Instagram and all of that. Like, if you can trust him to save you, you can trust him to keep you. He's more powerful than you. He's more powerful than your sin. He's more powerful than the enemy. He's more powerful than what you're going through. He's more powerful than, than the lust. He's more powerful than the sex. He's more powerful than the drugs. He's more powerful than, than uh, you know, your baby mama or your baby father. He's more powerful than your abuser. He's more powerful than what you've been through as a child. He's more powerful than all of these things. So there's nothing that can keep him from coming to you. There's nothing that can keep you from the love of God. Who can pluck us out of his hands? No one and nothing. God is greater than all. Verse 29, my father who has given him to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hands. No one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. Jesus never said he was God. Here he is again saying that he's God. Here he is again saying that he's God. And here's how we know that he was saying that he was God. That don't mean that he's just saying that, you know, like they're, they're together, like you and your wife are together. Okay, let's keep reading. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Right after that, I and the Father are one. Picture that. Picture Jesus saying that and then immediately like, look, wait, let me find a stone real quick because this dude done lost his mind because he's straight up saying that he's God right now. We not having it. Let's keep reading because that's what he says. Jesus answered them. I showed you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you stoning me? Like I showed you mad good works. So like why? What for what good work are you stoning me for right now? And it was like none of them. 
We stoning you because you blaspheming right now. Because you saying that you're God. See? They wasn't just hating Jesus for no reason. I know people like to think that. Oh, yeah, we just hate him because, you know, he was performing these miracles. No, they wanted to kill him and they plotted to kill him because they were because he was saying that he was the Messiah, which meant that he was saying that he was God in the flesh. Jesus answered them, I showed you many good works from the father. For which of them are you stoning me? The Jews answered him for a good work. We do not stone you. But for blasphemy, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God. Jesus answered them. Uh, We're going to go slow on this part. Jesus answered them. Has it not been written in your law? I said you are gods. So in the Bible it says, in the Bible, the Bible does call us God. In the, not God, excuse me. The Bible does say that we are gods. Many gods. M-I-N-I, gods. You know, we are not God, but he has created us in his likeness and in his image. We are the Imago Dei. We, we are created in the Imago Dei. We are created in the image of God. We are little gods. No, God is not Yes, and yes, um, the, the, the breath of God lives in us, you know what I'm saying, which is why we can breathe, which is why we have life, because that is truly God that is living in us, that, that allows us to live. It is truly by his grace that we are living, each and every last single one of us, um, Gentile, Jew, um, heathen or saint, whatever it may be. But are we God, capital G? No. Are we are we many gods? Yes. And I know, you know, it's hard for us to say that, especially as be as believers, because it's like ah, I shudder at that because like God is God and God is like, yes, I am God. But, you know, I've created you guys to be like me. And so um, it is something that we should. I feel that we should walk with um, in much humility. Right. We do need to be looking at it like, OK. Let me say this sparingly and let me not just walk around like how some people have taken it out of context and like, well, well, we're God and I can do this and I can do that. Like, no, we lost we lost a lot of that with like when we forfeited it in in the garden. Okay, we need Jesus. We need a savior. We need him. You cannot come to God as your many God self. Without the grace of Jesus Christ, without having Jesus Christ. Thank you, green tea. So let's get that understood. I'm going to go slow with this. Jesus answered them. Has it not been written in your law? So I think I believe what Jesus is trying to do here is not warm them up to the idea, but in a way, let them know, like, this is not impossible. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this isn't impossible. I, being God, can put myself in this type of uniform because I, you know what I mean? First of all, because I'm God, but also a God can fit inside of here. I don't think, I know for a fact that Jesus is not saying I'm God in addition to God. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's just saying like, look, this isn't. Like this goes along with everything that we've already believed. I'm able to do this thing because I factioned it this way. 
You know, like I I knew that there was going to be a time when I had to come down. So that I need I need something that could fit that that would be able to hold me. I needed something that would be able to hold me inside of this body. And, you know, that's what, you know, a lot of people they get into not to get off task. But that's when a lot of people get into the whole uh, the Melchizedek thing where uh, Melchizedek in many ways was like a precursor to Jesus. Like maybe like this was kind of like a, a not a test, but like this was to foretell like because there were multiple times like when Jesus uh, like when um, God seemed as as like a man or whatever it was. You see it in Jacob. You see it. um I believe with Melchizedek and there's theories on that, you know, um, in, in other areas in the Bible, like where it's like, oh, well, this man and some people, they just say it was an angel or whatever it may be. But we know that it was a powerful force and all of that. But there's multiple times in scripture when where where it can be said that God um, in a way humbled himself to to be likened unto us. All right. Um, verse 34. Jesus answered them, has it not been written in your law? I said you are God's. This is in the law. He's saying this is in the book. This is in the Torah. If he called them God's little G, if he called them God's to whom the word of God, capital G, came and the scripture cannot be broken like this is scripture. Uh, do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world? You are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. Do you say verse 36? Do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world? You are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. Like if you don't believe my words, then believe what I've done. Look at the works of what I've done and then believe based off of that. Because it's one thing to tell you. It's a whole nother thing to show you. And I really don't think that Jesus was just talking about miracles straight out. I think the Lord was talking about his goodness, his kindness, like the things that he was saying. I, I do believe that it was all encompassed. It was more than it was. It was the stuff that he was doing for people outside of like just outside of the miraculous stuff. Like, yo, this dude is not like us just and like to the point like where he's he's so good. He's very good. And I'm eisegeting because I don't see it here, but I, I'm just, and that's why I said, I believe. So I'm not going to say that, oh, it's there, but like the, the Lord, the Bible says that Jesus grew in favor with the Lord. Jesus grew in favor. You know what I mean? The Bible says that, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, that was like, yo, like when haven't we, when have we um, not clothed you and not fed the homeless? And he was like, yo, those you do to the least of these you have done to me. That what you've done to the least of these or not done to the least of these, you have done or not done to me. So Jesus was about that life through and through. It was, so it's like, yo, if you if you see my love, the love that I have for y'all, y'all should know that I'm God. Y'all should know that I'm the son of God. Therefore, 
they were seeking again to seize him. This is after he said, the father is in me and I in the father. Like, again, I'm saying it another way. We are one. Me, me saying that I am the son of God. That's me saying that we are one. Like I'm God in the flesh. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. Therefore, they were seeking again to seize him and he eluded their grasp. Remember, we talked about this before, like where Jesus was like, no one takes my life. No one takes my life. I give it freely. This is another time like where they was trying to kill him. And he was like, not today. Today ain't the day. Therefore, they were seeking again to seize him and he eluded their grasp. And he went away again beyond the Jordan to the place where John was first baptizing and he was staying there. Many came to him and were saying, while John performed no sign, yet everything John said about this man was true. Many believed in him there. Like Jesus was like, well, I'm going to go to, I'm going to keep, we see this often where one place they don't receive Jesus and they not looking at him and they just thinking that he's utterly crazy or that he's blaspheming or whatever it may be. And then he goes somewhere else and people believe. That's how it is. Like you may not believe, but others will. All right. So that's the end of chapter 10 and I'm not going to force it. Uh, the next time we talk about this the next time we do one of these we'll be talking about the death and resurrection of lazarus again i am reading from the new american standard bible aka the nasby and so we will be in chapter 11 and i'll meet y'all there until next time grace and peace bailey daddy loves you this has been the adventures of robe the king and his unpopular opinion peace